watch movie-based video games. Think to yourself, this is kind of strange. Mario is British, Luigi's Latino, and Cuba's played by a goddamn weirdo. Well, that's video games and movie. Video games and movie. Video games and movie. I waited at eight worlds for this. No warping, right? Um, sure. Do me now. Time for Mario 69. <laughs> Is something wrong, Mario? It's not you, it's a me! Just give me one a second. Let's uh, play a Dr. Mario! Do you feel like someone's watching? What? No, 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 there's a nothing in there. Now where were we? I can eat a peach for hours. Oh, Mario, Mario, oh, your mustache tickles. Oh, oh my god, you're like Yoshi down there. Take me. Oh. Italian. Oh. Oh, mushroom. Is it in yet? Uh, not yet. Wait for it. Here we go. Mario! Oh, Zelda! What? Uh, I, I said, uh, hell yeah! Is that it? Sorry, babe. Mario always goes first. Money shot lines in that. It's amazing. Is this Versnick I'm talking to? This is. Is yeah. my mic any good? Yeah, yeah, you sound better than normal, actually. I'm, uh, are we recording or what? Might as well. Yeah. What, <laughs> what are we recording? We used to do a show, uh, Versnick, called uh, Video Games the Movie. And uh, it was a, a show where we would watch video game related content, um, usually films or sometimes documentaries or shows or whatever and then we just like spend 30 minutes bagging on it a lot of the time sometimes they were good but mostly it was like super bad um and Cujo sent me a message what about two or three weeks ago i think now that he was like hey you want to start doing these again occasionally and i was like yeah whatever and he wanted to do mario so that's what just happened that's why we just watched it we weren't expecting anyone else to jump on with us but uh yeah so, I guess this is Video Games the uh, movie, and I just explained its premise. Yeah. Alrighty. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm recording right now, Cooge. So. I'll find so I can send you mine, but, uh, oh, that was rough. Yeah, that was, uh, that was really bad. Um, as, as for what, what we just watched was, uh, the, what, 1990, I want to say 3, 94, somewhere in there. Remember, said at the end of the, at the credits there. All right, yeah, 1993 movie Super Mario Brothers, um, a very strange film. Uh, 
if I remember correctly, uh, Nintendo hired like this couple or something. It was like a husband and wife team. And they had done a couple of like music videos or something like that and gained some like acclaim in their home country somewhere in Europe. And uh, Nintendo hired them out to do this kind of sight unseen uh, because of their popularity uh, doing videos of some sort, I think. And then this couple wanted this to be their like magnum opus. Um, and they had a lot of money behind them because Nintendo. And uh, they wanted it to be a lot darker than Super Mario Brothers, which is not at all dark, really. And they created this. <laughs> mix of dark and like child humor, you know? It's weird. It, it is super weird. There's like actual death in it. There's, um, but it's like, it's like cartoon death. Like the, the girl that died on the, at the meteor, like that smashed into the wall. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's pretty, it was pretty dark. I mean, you see her like whole skeleton imprinted on the wall. There. <laughs> it's like, and then, uh, well, I guess maybe we should uh, start with like an introduction first. Sure. If it was, since we haven't done this in a minute. We haven't. Yeah, I'm I'm Blaine J. I do other uh if you're listening to this you very likely listen to a lot of my other uh programs, you know, that we've done in the past. Um with me is uh Cujo from the yeah, RPG up? show and apparently we've got a tagger on with uh Versnick who I guess is recording with us too. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm here. Yeah, okay, cool. So we just <laughs> We just all got through watching on Discord, um, Super Mario Brothers the movie. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's preface this be, uh, by saying this movie is unable to stream anywhere in the United States. Like we, I Google, I, even on YouTube, it's all removed. Like I literally had to buy the DVD on eBay, and then we had to watch it on uh, Discord where I could share the screen. That's the only way we could watch it. <laughs> Because it's impossible to stream anywhere. Yeah, no one wants to give you this film. Uh, apparently, no one was renting it, which, understandably so, it's it's really bad. Like, it has its merits, you know? Like, it's good in, in the way that, like, campy movies are good, the same way, like, Double Dragon is good. But it's um it's so far past the cheesiness of anything else I think we've ever done for the show. In fact, if you listen to the theme song of the show, this is kind of what you know started the idea of doing the show. Was um, is, that's the whole reason I wanted to do this one because it's like it's a, I don't know it's in the it's in the theme song, so you might we haven't <laughs> done it yet. So might yeah. as well get this away because it's pretty rough. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and it it is the story of uh, Mario and Luigi, and this is the one thing that I liked about the film. The one thing I really love is they they finally address the fact that the Mario brothers are both last name Mario, and uh, Mario's name is Mario Mario. So I like that. That's so bad. It's good. (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. You know, they go, "What's your name?" and he's like, "Mario." No last name, Mario, and then Luigi. You know. Uh, I'm Luigi with the last name Mario. How many Marios are there? Three. Uh, <laughs> that's that's good stuff, you know. I like that. I like uh, the casting, despite making fun of it in the theme song. Um, you know, they picked a British guy to play Mario, which is weird. And then his younger brother Luigi is played by uh, John Leguizamo. So you got Bob Hoskins, uh, who you might know from uh, films like Hook. He played Smee. 
He was in Roger Rabbit. He he was uh, Eddie Valant, I believe, in that film. Um, really great, great actor. As is a uh, yeah, and, and John Leguizamo is uh, amazing as well. He's he's in all kinds of good stuff. And they establish in this movie that Luigi is adopted. Yeah. Or, well, or found, or I don't, they don't really say. They don't really say. They just say, you know, Mario is his uh, father slash brother. So I, I guess. Think the only reason for that, I think, is because they had to explain John Linguizamo not looking like, not being Italian. Yeah, well, I mean, neither is Bob Hoskins, but he can uh, he can pull it off, whereas Linguizamo. Oh, yeah, he, he, he does a good job. He nails the Mario look. Like, when he's in the red suit, you're like, that. Yeah. yeah, but and he's just a great actor. I mean, he's what an Academy Award winner multiple times yeah. over. I want to say he he's great, and Leguizamo's great too. He's in so many good films. Like every time I see him in a film, I'm I'm constantly amazed at uh, how good an actor he really is. Uh, especially, uh, well, gosh, I can't think of. But he he's he's in a lot of a lot of good movies uh, as a. He was in He was in what? The Mandalorian. Oh, is he? Oh, okay. Yeah, he. But he's he's a creature. He's a creature in that one. I see. Well, he he started his career as a comedian. He was on like House of Buggin', which is kind of like a, a ethnic um, Saturday Night Live that came out in like the very early '90s. That was on Fox before like Mad TV and stuff. I think that's where he got his start. And then he was right. in a feature length film called The Pest, which is like a comedy that is really, really, really bad, but it's so bad it's good, and he plays opposite of, um, gosh, I, uh, he's all on Mad TV, the uh, black guy from Mad TV. I can't think of his name for the life of me right now, but um, it, it's a bad, bad movie, but Leguizamo's amazing in it, and then like later on in his career, he started doing more serious roles with things like, uh, I think it's called Best Men. Uh, he plays a, a gay guy that... Um, came out to his father and was disowned and and uh yeah just a, a lot a lot of really great films and then uh f furthermore there's other just really great talent in this film as well in the way of what is it kelly mathis plays princess daisy um she's uh gosh what is she most notable for um, she was in a film with River Phoenix where she plays an aspiring country music star alongside Sandra Bullock and, uh, gosh, uh, Matthew McDormand or something. I can't think of his name, McDermott. But anyway, that's like the only other film I seem to remember her from. But she is really, uh, she's really great and was like a staple in a lot of 80s and 90s movies. Um, haven't seen her in a while though, but really cute girl. And uh, she's kind of the love interest of Luigi in this film, I guess. And then Mario inexplicably is just dating some Brooklyn chick. <laughs> who, who I might add is smoking hot. She is I don't like, remember, I don't remember that from them before, but she's pretty smoking hot. Especially considering she's dating a more or less out of work bald plumber in his fifties. You know, <laughs> it's like. They're right in three months. Yeah, exactly. Driving this old busted truck and shit, and she's just standing by her man. Which, I mean, I guess they had to have some form of a love interest opposite Mario, but why couldn't it have just been Princess Peach? Um, I don't know. They chose Daisy, which Daisy is the princess from the Donkey Kong games, if I remember right. Or was she the one from the first... I'm getting... No, that was Pauline. My bad. Uh, Daisy's from... Um, Mario World on the Game Boy, if I remember right, right? Yeah. Yeah. She she's in a bunch of the Mario's, I think. 
well, yeah, she she comes back later and as like a driver in um, a lot of Mario Karts and stuff like that. I think, but uh, I think initially she was the uh, princess in the very first Super Mario World, and uh, was just like it was never explained why they never really used her as in a main storyline Mario game again. I think, but first uh, appearance in Super Mario Land. Land for the Game Boy. Yeah, that's right. I said world, didn't I? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and then you've got uh, Dennis Hopper uh, playing King Koopa because they, for some reason they didn't want to use, <laughs> I guess, the animatronics or a costume. or I, I don't know the reasoning behind that. So they get uh, resident weirdo Dennis Hopper, who is in uh, films like Easy Rider, uh, Hoosers, um, what was it, Land of the Dead, uh, gosh, I, he was in all kinds of shit. Waterworld, he was the bad guy in Waterworld. Oh, I love that movie. And he's uh, he's well, well known for just being a crazy guy. He was pretty much like his era's um, uh, Gary Busey. Like, they're very much alike. Like, he was, uh, like, constantly uh, high and um, just out of his gourd, and it's pretty evident that he was for this film. In fact, um, in the synopsis of this film, if you read it, Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo uh, knew the script was so bad that they stayed drunk the entirety of the film. The, the only way they could get through their lines was to just be completely wasted. So when you see them on screen, they're more likely just completely blitzed out of their mind, which is oh, understandable. Shit. Yeah, pretty cool, right? <laughs> Okay, did you notice, or is it just me, that it, it seemed like all the lines were, like, redubbed? They seemed that way, but, and it could be because they were drunk. Maybe they ended up having to do a lot of that. I don't I don't know. Um, but it, just an all-around weird film, and I, 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 don't, I don't even know where to start with it. I mean, the, the plot line is definitely uh, not Mario Brothers. It's, um, like, there's this... At the very beginning of the movie, there's an egg dropped off at a nunnery, and the egg hatches to have a baby in it. And you know, get the the very beginning where there's like a crappy animation talking about how a meteor hit the Earth sixty five million <laughs> or a billion years ago. I forgive that. That kind of reminded me of Jurassic Park when they're watching the film in the museum or whatever. You know, it's like an explanation at a museum that you know that kind of goofiness about that but then when when the egg gets dropped off at the nunnery and then the nuns just you know the one nun crosses herself and they just accept the fact that a baby was inside a giant egg uh, <laughs> it's like in the very least they would start a new religion around that baby I mean, they might try and poach it and eat it. That was my original thought too it was like oh breakfast you know but uh, they didn't there's just a baby in there and then the baby, uh, I guess, grows up and becomes inexplicably uh, like an archaeologist or something, having to At do with. Yeah, she's leading objects. Well, I mean, she was really, really good at uh, what she did, and then, and somehow, like they get they drill too far, and they because she's wearing this pendant, it opens up. Um, the barrier between our world and the dinosaurs which got separated when this meteor hit and she has this piece of necklace that is part of the meteor and somehow enables the two worlds to join yeah, yeah. <laughs> or whatever. 
and she uh, randomly asks. Um, uh, well, the, here's the here's the thing. I wrote this down. She had to find a phone to call because the rival plumbers to Mario Brothers um, was trying to shut them down or something for some reason. Or that was not. It wasn't like rival plumbers. It's like a rival construction company, right? Right. And then they're they're threatening her, so she had to go call security. But she had to find a payphone, which is like such a ninety like, you can't even it's inconceivable to think about at this time. Like no one has a phone. Right. It it is well being you know I'm a little older, but yeah, I I definitely remember the days of having to walk to a payphone and so on. I mean, I to call my girlfriend, I used to do that. Uh, and, so crazy. Yeah. Like, well, I remember my mom would drive me off the mall, and I have to like call on the payphone yeah mm-hmm. yeah i used That's... to have to do that when i got off work at toys r us and stuff i'd have to run across the street to a gas station call my mom and yeah and then like you know a year later when i was 20 and i started being serious with this girl i would like walk to a payphone and call her from that until i figured out that my uh my neighbor had a uh like a a junction box on the outside of his house and I could plug a phone into it and like lead that through my window and talk to her on that. And then like, if I heard him pick up his phone, I just quick hang up. And so- <laughs> Hilarious. Oh my God. Stealing someone's phone. I mean, I was poor dude. So, <laughs> so- oh, yeah. but he would have been wondering why there's like 30 calls to this random number. No, I mean, it was local, so, you know, it was free. It was all good, man. I never called, you know, anyone super far away or anything like that. But, yeah, it's, uh, you know, you did what you had to do back then. It was a different era, you know. Um, It was such a novelty, as a matter of fact. I I remember the first wireless phone when I got as a kid. I thought it was cool that I could, you know, go two houses down and still talk to my friend, you know. Right. Yeah. Outside my house on the phone, guys. Yeah, I'm not even (laughs) on a cord, and it lasts for Thirty minutes, and it made your ear real hot. Yeah, <laughs> we we got them, and they'd always come in a bundle. So you pick up one, then someone else would pick up one, and you're like, get off the phone, I'm using it. Yeah, for sure. And in fact, when I grew up in uh, Worcester, Oklahoma, which is just this tiny shipburg, up until I was about fourteen, we we were on what was known as a party line, where us and like the two nearest neighbors to us all shared the same phone line. So you would be talking to someone and you'd hear someone pick up and they'd, uh, are you going to be very long? I need to call, you know, and you'd have to share a line with your neighbors and such. It was really, really surreal thinking about it now. But, you know, like I said, it was a different era. I've never heard of that over here. Wow. I just don't think that ever came over here. Oh, I'm sure it, I'm sure it was. It's, uh, I'm quite a bit older than you are. And uh, like I said, you're not I'm, that much older than me. Well, I'm 41, but there's a, uh, there was uh, a time when that was how everything was, where it, all lines were party lines. You're talking back in like the 50s and such. But over time, they, uh, they, you know, etched that out to where it was like only the most rural of places. And, and where I grew up, I was in a like a suburb of a suburb, basically. I, I lived out three miles outside of a town of less than 3,000 people. So I basically lived in the woods. And they still, oh no, no, they still had party lines at that point. And in fact, to this day, cable hasn't reached uh, where my mother lives. Um, she has to have satellite. Um, so yeah. I, I can one up you on that. When I grew up, it was in a place called Kandanga, 
which was an hour away from anything. And it, it, it's just the middle of nowhere. You drive to the forest and keep driving. Yeah. Yeah, but you didn't have uh, party lines. No, we didn't. We barely had the phone. Anyway. And we just did. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, a show over the Mario Brothers, and we're... It, it's a... Nostalgia, Yeah, yeah. It's typically, Verse Nick, this is like a, a shorter show than we normally do. It's like a 30 to 40 minute show. It's not something that, you know, we spend the length of the movie on. Um... So I just kind of want to get through it too. It doesn't warrant a whole lot of talking, in my opinion. This movie's really bad. Um, it does have. Oh, go ahead, Cooch. Uh, I was gonna say, uh, basically, uh, the princess gets captured. Well, they capture Mario's girlfriend by mistake because whoever Koopa sent after uh, Princess uh, are so dumb. Like, there's a lot of two, like a lot of dumb, like. Everybody's dumb, yeah. Yeah, everyone's dumb in this movie. And they uh, capture the wrong person, then they capture the right person, and then uh, Mario and Luigi get sucked into it. And uh, the rock around her neck is what causes it, like, lets them go between the dimensions. Uh, then eventually, they, have, they basically have to save the princess, and some uh, hijinks ensue is basically the movie. Yeah, did you well, notice the two guys that, uh, I guess it's Iggy and, what was it? Spike from Mario 3, right? Um, Which are like Koopa's kids or whatever, I think. Yeah, they were originally they were marketed as Koopa's kids, and then they were retconned to be like not Koopa's kids, and then I don't know what they are at this point. But uh, they were played by uh, two recognizable actors. The one guy is like in everything in the 90s that is bad. He plays the bad guy in Hackers. He plays the uh, Indian guy in Short Circuit. Um, he, he's just he's in a lot of bad movies. Uh, he, immediately recognizable, but I don't know his name. And then the other guy, the only other film I know him from off the top of my head is uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He's one of the guys that's steals uh cameron's car and takes it joyriding um if you remember that film (laughs) the guy with the flat nose it's really bad because you mentioned the the police officer he seems i feel like he's in a lot of movies too i just can't put my my finger on and and the guy that plays Toad, who we see briefly, is a actual. I, I want to say he's a famous musician, and I can't think of his name either. Um, but Fisher Stevens is Iggy, who's the guy you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, and I I don't know like Toad. Every everything is weird. Nothing like follows Mario Brother except in the loosest sense, you know. Like Toad yeah. is only there for a moment. He's not a mushroom person. He's just a guy like playing guitar and harmonica in the road. And then he gets de-evolved because that's like uh, Koopa's big move in this is to de-evolve everyone and uh, turned into a Goomba, which again, Goombas in this narrative don't look anything like Goombas from the game. They're these huge hulking guys with these little tiny Beetlejuice-like heads, you know. And uh, yeah, he de-evolves virtually everyone, including the king. Uh, the king gets de-evolved into some kind of fungus that helps the Mario Brothers throughout the film, trying to give them things, saving their life in various ways. Um, which, it, it doesn't make any sense to me that um, Koopa wouldn't have just killed the king outright. 
or uh, evolve him back into the king and then kill him if he can't in his current mushroom uh, or slash fungus form because the king is exacting its his revenge by choking the city of, uh, I guess, the mushroom kingdom <coughs> in this world, which there is a scene where um, King Koopa spins a globe and there's a... Uh, just one city on this entire globe of like all desert and that, that's a pretty cool scene i like that um i mean this this movie isn't without like little things that are kind of cool but they're few and far between and, and the budget is ridiculous like you can tell a lot of money was poured into this for being 1993 yeah uh um, it was like they're expecting a sequel because they set it up at the very end scene. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She uh, she pops in the door and says something like, yeah, I need your help. And okay, well, you know, we're coming and whatever. But yeah, th- throughout, like, Mario's, like, uh, dodging Luigi about, you know, always bring your tools with you. And the tools are, like, constantly helping them in various scenes in the movie in strange ways. Um, it's... Again, you know, it's like they barely touch on the fact that uh, Mario and Luigi are plumbers in any of the games. In fact, I think they retcon it to where they're not plumbers anymore. Um, I did not know that. Yeah, they <laughs> and, and they said that Mario's only 25 years old, like a couple years ago, which uh, like the the character himself is only 25. And it's like, well, he's been like in his 40s at least his entire, you know, there's no yeah. way that that's a 25 year old man. But OK, whatever. Um, yeah, Nintendo's, I, I don't know what they're doing with their IPs, man, but yeah, um, them, like, they, they became so protective of their IPs after this film because it was so thoroughly ruined. It was such a just disaster that after this, uh, they basically wouldn't loan out anything to anybody. You know, they used to trust other companies some, here and there with this, and then there was some Mario games early on where they trusted, like, educational companies to make things, games like Mario is Missing, Mario's Time Machine, etc., Mario's Fun with Numbers, or whatever. And they're all just incredibly terrible, cash-grabby type games. And this movie is an incredibly bad, cash-grabby type movie. <laughs> and uh, they, they were tired of that. And that's why these days, if you try and produce anything uh, Pokemon, Mario, Zelda, whatever related, they are very quick to just nip it in the bud um, they don't want anyone else except for, you know, they're very hands-on about their, uh, films and properties. So I am looking forward to the upcoming Mario movie that's supposed to be, like, all animated. I think that'll probably actually be a good film. Um, the, the, the reason this movie is, like, a big deal is the first movie based off a video game. Yeah, I mean, it is and it isn't. I mean, there were some that preceded it. Depending, Yeah, depending on, like, what you want to, like, call a, a a movie based off a video game. I mean, you had films like Cloak and Dagger. Um, Brent and I covered uh, war games on this show, uh, which precedes this by, you know, a good decade or whatever. But it's the first one that's, like, based off an IP that was before only known in video games, right? Yeah. That I can think of. Like, there there may have been something else, but... it's I Google it. The, the one that comes after this is Double Dragon and Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, and and Cloak and Dagger is one I I haven't seen since I was a little kid. Um, but it's more like a movie about a video game. And then you had things like uh, what was it, The Last Starfighter and stuff. Again, it's a movie about a video game more or less. But 
or even I guess Tron. It could be argued that that's a video game movie. Um, but yeah, and like a, a movie based off of a video yeah, in that adaptation of like a video game IP. And they did a, just a horrible job, and they spent a lot of money on it, and basically everyone involved wanted to forget that they were involved. Um, gosh, what else can we say about it? Yoshi's in it, but as like a weird pet that's like way too... Yeah, it's like a dog, and it's way too greasy. Uh, I don't know what they... Like, everything is just gross in this. Everything looks like um, it's covered in slime and grease, and everything is like wet. Um, I do briefly want to talk about the scene with Big Bertha. Yeah, <laughs> because she is friggin' hilarious. You got this chick that's uh, I I don't know, like Big Bertha in the game isn't that Big Bertha is in the game, right? Isn't that like one of the enemies? Big Bertha, yeah. Bertha's a big fish that chases you across the screen on like Mario Three, right? Yeah. Okay. I think she's in Odyssey as well. And in this, she's just like a large Della Reese type, a, a, a bigger black woman, uh, copulent, I think was uh, Iggy's word for it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, because at one point they get uh, evolved and they become smart, even though they're like still really dumb. They like, spe- yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wrote that down. Like there's the only thing that got smarter was their vocabulary. <laughs> yeah. They're like, they're still dumb as hell, but now they know big words. It's it's weird. But, yeah, yeah. She, she steals the necklace from the Mario Brothers early in the film because um, they have it. And then uh, she steals it and jumps away with her, like, jump shoes, which is how they explain why the Mario Brothers can jump high. Um, and then they have to go get it back from her. And they find her at this club where she punches Mario out. And then he comes back to her and says, like, he likes the way she punched him. And she says, dance with me and whatever. And then it's like this very gross, over-sexualized scene with Bob Hoskins dancing with this uh, bigger black lady. And uh, sucks the rock out of her boobs. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like, I, like, that's the one part of the, the, the whole movie I laughed out loud. I was like, that happened. I don't remember that at all, but he literally sucked it out of her boobs. <laughs> it was a bit much. It's like, okay, sure. And then, I don't know, man. She He steals from her, and then for some reason, uh, she like immediately falls for him and and risks her life to save them and like holds the door from the Goombas and says, no, take the jump shoes or whatever, and, and they jump their fucking way out of there. Uh, with, for real? Yeah. It's, it's real weird. Um, the, the whole the- film is real. The other thing that's really weird is like Mario and Luigi adapt super quick. They're like, oh, everyone's a dinosaur. Cool. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because in this world, everyone evolved from uh, rep- reptiles. Dinosaurs. Yeah. Even though like they look exactly the same and they're obviously mammals because, you know, well, they, they have hair for one. Um, you know, apparently they don't give live birth, but neither does the duck-billed platypus and it's considered a mammal. So, um <sighs> I, I don't know, man. It's just a weird, weird film. I I don't even know what else to say about it. What do you guys talk amongst yourselves? Well, I, I think I, I enjoyed it more than you did for the reason that I completely ignored the plot and just enjoyed the really cheesy moments. Like they have this 
you guys are the Mario Brothers, or some would say Super Mario Brothers, or something like that. Sure. I'm like, that's great. It's so cheesy, so lame. If you ignore the story, it's a much better movie. <laughs> I think you almost have to ignore the story. It's, um, yeah, it's 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 barely there, and it's stitched together through uh, just like the weakest threads. And I, I mean, almost I feel like almost anyone could have written a better like um, plot. And if I rem- if I remember right, like they they went way over budget on this, and then like wanted to do a bunch of reshoots. And at some point, Nintendo was like, "No, you just have to make a movie out of whatever it is you have." And they had to like stitch something together. And this is what I like the I like the idea that they wanted to reshoot the dancing dinosaur scene, <laughs> which is, I mean, you know, it's funny. It's got a decent enough soundtrack. I mean, it's got a uh, "Do the Dinosaur," which is appropriate. At the end of this is the dinosaur song. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, they they make all the Goombas dance at one point. Luigi, I don't know. It's it's one that of those. Oh. Do the dinosaur song? I remember hearing at skating rinks for years. Oh, for so sure. That was definitely a staple of uh, all skating rinks. Oh yeah, that and there there was a few other ones. It depends on I guess region. Like one of the songs I used to hear a lot was. Uh, Copperhead Road because I live in a very like uh, country area and then um, oh gosh in dance halls that one song um, I turn to the left dan, dan, turn to the right and I heard that a lot uh, I don't know the name of it it's a terrible song oh, yeah a lot and also, do the Bartman heard that one a lot <laughs> yeah and uh, Pussy Control by Prince was one I heard a lot yeah, this is turning into another nostalgia fest. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you you almost can't be non-nostalgic about you know. I mean, this film is like totally early '90s, and it's just cheesy. Oh, it's rad. Yeah, I mean that's that's Remember, it in a nutshell. This movie uh, was like when I was in third grade when this movie came out, and I remember it. I thought it was awesome, and now it, like as an adult, it's just boring. I mean, there's nothing. It's not. There's so much better movies than this. Oh yeah, it's it's not like when we watched rewatched The Wizard, Kujo. It's like that film still holds up. I feel like to this day. Uh, I mean, it was definitely cheesy and it had you know horrible things in it. You know, it wasn't a good movie, but it's you're able to watch it and you're you enjoy it the entirety. You know, Uh, this one I, I kept falling asleep. You know, and like I said, I wasn't even tired. You know, I'm not tired. This is like literally I got up like four hours ago, five hours ago. Um, and yeah, I'm just like nodding off watching this because it's just the most boring, uh, you know, and I, I don't know how else to put it. But it is it is definitely it it does awaken you to a different time. You know, I was uh, like I said earlier, I, I'm a little bit older than you guys. Uh, so this came out when I was in, I think, like sixth grade. And I was certainly like well into that Mario mythos and loved Super Mario Brothers. But when I f- saw this film, it wasn't like when I saw The Wizard. Uh, I was old enough, I guess. I was like, okay, this is just bad. You know, this and Double Dragon, when I first saw them, I, I thought they were terrible films. Uh, my opinion on this hasn't changed. Uh, my opinion on Double Dragon, I actually like that movie now. Really? Um, yeah, it's got enough 
just funny things in it. I think uh, Bjorn and I um, covered that on this show. And uh, listen to that. Uh, and, you know, if you have two hours to kill, uh, watch that film. It's actually not terrible. Um, I mean, it is, but it's got like a lot of weird cameos in it and stuff and uh, like adult humor that's uh, inserted in there smartly and things like that. And, and yeah, I, I actually feel like that's a movie you can go back and watch and enjoy. But this one is just a cobbled together mess. Um, at no point was I really enjoying anything other than the absurdity of it and some of the acting. Like, uh, you know, I do enjoy uh, Bob Hoskins, Leguizamo, Dennis Hopper, especially. They're all great actors, but uh, can't recommend this one, Cooge. Yeah, I would say uh, unless you can find it in, like, a Goodwill for a couple bucks, uh, <laughs> don't, don't spend the $10 like I did on eBay. Good God. Yeah, Jesus Christ, no. No, it's, you know, I I sold all my DVDs uh, recently, actually, except for the ones that were video game related. And if I had this one in my collection, I would have sold it, too. I wouldn't have bothered to save it. It's just not, it's not worth the room. It's not worth your time. It's not even worth listening to this very show. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? Go hug your family. Uh, <laughs> terrible. I mean, I, I liked it just because I like the really lame moments. Sure. I mean, if, it, if you like, if you like bad movies. You like this one, I guess. Oh, it's not that. It's not even the bad movies. I like some bad movies, but it's just key moments in this were so lame and cheesy. I'm just like, that's like a dad joke in a scene. Oh yeah, like in the beginning of the movie, the two bad guys. One of the guy run, guys runs into the classic glass, like walking down the street. Oh yeah, <laughs> and like, then to glass, like that's Laurel and Hardy shit. <laughs> I did, I did chuckle when he bought the hot dogs and comes to the car. He's smelling them and he says, "They say they're made of dog." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "All right, cool." <laughs> I mean, it's not without some merit. I don't want to sound like this is you know an Andy Warhol film where he just films himself sleeping for eight hours or something I mean it's watchable but it's uh it's it's on the lower end of that it's really you have to be either the biggest Mario Brother fan on in the world you know and really want to see this or you just have to really be glutton for punishment I I can't recommend it I don't know what else to say about it either one of you got anything else we, we can wrap this up I don't know. I, I would recommend watching moments of it on YouTube. That, that's mm-hmm. yeah. that's probably your best bet. Yeah, is I, I wanted to do this just for nostalgia, and I hadn't watched it since I was a kid, and it's very, very disappointing. <laughs> yeah, you, you could have done so many cooler things with that $10 bill. Um, there's a lot of good video games to be bought at $10 price range. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. That's a month full of Netflix, you know? So. But now I have Super Mario Brothers for life. No, you probably won't. I imagine you're probably going to sell it. That would be my <laughs> guess. But yeah. yeah. It'll, it'll go in my DVD collection at the lake where we'll, if we're bored one night, we'll just pop it in, fall asleep. Yes, you will. Um, so yeah, this has been Video Games the Movie. Um, if you want to reach me, you can at RetroKel on Twitter. I'm. Uh, trying to post more stuff there. I just recently uh, figured out 
I think it was yesterday that I can share directly to Twitter, which is, you know, something I didn't know I could do. Uh, so um, you might be seeing me do that more often. I shared a, a photo from Cyberpunk where uh, my motorcycle uh, spawned in the air, um, like 15 or 20 feet in the air, and uh, I thought that was hilarious, so I took a picture and shared it to Twitter. So you can check that out there. Um, Cujo, is there anywhere people can reach you? I know you're part of a show you might want to mention, I guess. Yeah, you can... Uh... On Facebook, the RPG Show, you can get me on there. Uh, there's also an email address, which I can't remember right now at this moment, but I'm notes on it. <laughs> uh, also on Discord. Um, so if you're listening to this, you probably already know how to reach me. Um, more than likely. I'll do some more of these because they're quick. We can watch the movie together and just do a... Yeah, so for sure. Now that I figured out uh, we can share the screen, we can watch them and then just do the, the pod right after you know, an hour, half hour, 45 minutes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fun to do. It, it was cool. Like I would have liked it better if I could have figured out how to like talk to you while we were watching the film, which I'm sure is something that could have been done. I tried watching it on my PC and it was laggy as all hell. I ended up just watching it on my phone. Um, and it was laggy there too, to be honest, but it was, it was doable. Well, this one is the only one where we're going to have an issue because I had to play it on my old PC because it had a DVD player on it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mine does too. <laughs> now I can, Everything else, hopefully, we can stream, and I can just do it on my laptop and have the mics and everything hooked up. Sure. Now, Versnick, is there anything you want to plug? I'm not sure what kind of things you might have uh, under your belt at the moment. Oh, nah, just just the RPG show Discord. Go there. Yeah. Yeah, he's just kind of along for the ride. I didn't expect you to be watching along with us. But, you know, that's cool, man. I, I it, It's neat to, you know, have you jump on. And we also do another show called the RPG uh, Roundtable, which we haven't done in a smooth minute, mostly because I've been working uh, by myself for the past uh, four months now. Uh, Two-man job. Uh, the guy I work with got injured, and I've been uh, I've been really busy to say the least uh it's been difficult those of you listening to me uh may notice i haven't been putting out uh, my other show um on the uh what is it the retro rpg show i haven't been putting out shows on that uh regularly like i normally do it's been uh, difficult for me to even find time to record my main show so yeah, you know, just stick with me. Uh, either they'll hire some help for me soon or the guy that I used to work with will come back soon, hopefully, and uh, I'll have some more free time again, and then, you know, we'll get back into full swing, hopefully. But uh, you can listen to those episodes, episodes of this show, uh, and Is It Worth It? Uh, all evergreen. So, yeah. I forgot how we ended the show. Did we just say bye? Uh, I don't know. We can make something up if you want. <laughs> well, on my other show, I'd say keep it retro. And then on uh, Roundtable, we just say bye, everybody. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, watch some video game movie content. I, I got nothing, man. Think of something. See you next time. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> I, I'm first thinking you got anything. Uh, just rip off the Truman Show when in doubt. How does this one go? Good afternoon, good evening, and if I don't see you later, good night. Oh, yeah, Truman Show, right. All right, guys. Name. Mario. Last name. Mario. Okay, what's your name? Luigi. Luigi, Luigi? No, Luigi Mario. Oh,
Okay, look, how many Marios are there between the two of you? There's three. There's, there's Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. Boom, boom, I can like a boom, 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 I can like a boom, boom.